In Conversation with Clayton. 89.9 The Light. This is Positive Radio, your in-community conversation with Clayton. You can phone any of our guests tonight on 1300 777 899 and ask them a question. Uh, Coming up after 8 o'clock, we've got Professor Brett Sutton, the Chief Health Officer here in Victoria. He's the man who is advising uh, the Premier and others on what to do uh, around the restrictions, around the various things that are occurring um, and has been for the past few months. He'll be here to answer all your questions for an entire hour. one 899 That's after 8 o'clock. And right now, the man who we absolutely love on this radio station and certainly on this program, the senior pastor at Bayside Church, um, Rob Buckingham, joins us. G'day, Rob. G'day, Clay. It's so good to have a chat to you. We are going to hear you a bit later on with Connect, of course, your program on a Sunday evening as well. But uh, thanks for coming on a bit earlier and having a chat to us uh, at this time. Have you been finding during COVID that there's actually been more people having a chat to you about God and spirituality or has has it been we're all just so isolated, no one's sort of asking those questions? No, I think lots of people are very interested at this time and and really enjoying kind of communicating in a whole new way, you know. So um, I find that people are very open. Um, I think whenever people are unsure about things or maybe feeling a little bit fearful or a bit disconnected from uh, normal life and reality, um, people look for something uh, solid. And so I've had some wonderful conversations with people about God and faith and, you know, prayer, lots of different things. Yeah. Well, you can ask your question of Rob as well. We want to sit in this space for the next 20, 25 minutes or so about God, about prayer, about understanding the bigger purposes of life. These are the sorts of questions that I know. Uh, Rob is always up for anything, Rob, to ask any of these questions. So one three hundred triple seven eight double nine, And we actually have Ella from Werribee joining us on the line. G'day, Ella. How are you? I'm okay. That's good. Ella, uh, thanks so much for giving us a call. You're on with uh, Pastor Rob. How are you, Ella? I'm all right, thank you. Thanks for having me tonight. All good. What's your question, Ella? So my question is, how do I know God has answered my prayers during such a difficult time? Okay, well, it's a, it's a great question, Ella. I guess ultimately we know that God has answered the prayer uh, when when we see the result of what we have asked him. Uh, that's, of course, presuming that God says yes. Um, I always say to my kids, you know, like no is an answer as well. Um, you know, especially when children ask you for lots of different things. And so I think, you know, I always say God answers prayer and sometimes the answer is no. Uh, sometimes it's yes and straight away and sometimes it's yes but wait a while i remember when my eldest daughter was about eight years old she's almost 22 and uh when she was about eight she said to me dad can i drive and i said yes you can uh and 10 years later (laughs) the uh prayer was answered (laughs) you know when she turned 18 yeah does that help yes that does help a lot thank you so much Ella, very, very welcome. Thank you so much. Uh, appreciate you asking that question. And I think, Rob, too, as we, we think about these sorts of things, we we can be so overwhelmed with what occurs, can't we? And it seems like there's times, especially during COVID and, and at the start, and maybe even for some at the moment, that that 
that fear is coming even more and there's more worry and more things just keep understanding. So to actually feel like we connect in with God, do you have a, a best way we should actually go about trying to connect in with God even during a time when we feel so overwhelmed? Yes, I do. I think, you know, I think sometimes people misunderstand prayer and they think that prayer is like taking a shopping list to God. Um, and in, in any relationship, that would be not a really good way to to proceed. I mean, you imagine going home to your wife tonight, Clayton, and uh, say, um, you know, we, before we go to bed, I've got this list hmm. and, and I want you to fix all of these things um, before we go to sleep tonight. And if every time you sat down with Mandy, all you had was a list or she had a list for you, yeah. um, that would not be a great way of building a relationship. And so I, I think the best thing is to remember that God actually loves us and he wants to spend time with us. And that time doesn't have to always be talky time. Sometimes there is time to talk. Other times it's time to listen. Um, I'm sure we've all got those people that we've, we've been with that you just know that you're going to be relaxed in their presence. We call it a comfortable silence. Yeah. And, and I'm sure we've also had that, that experience where we've been with somebody and, and we're a bit nervous in their presence and, and we, we feel like we've got to say things and ask questions and keep the conversation going. And if, if there's a lull in the conversation, it's an uncomfortable silence. I believe God wants to bring us into a comfortable silence with himself where we don't feel like we need to say anything. And God might not be talking either. It, it's just a comfortable silence between him and us. They're my favorite prayer times. Uh, maybe sitting in a room or maybe walking on a beach or through nature and, and not saying anything, but just thinking about God, enjoying his presence and knowing that he's enjoying my presence too. Yeah, I suppose it's sort of banking on the back of Ella's question there too. You mentioned a couple of different ways for you. You know, it's maybe going for a walk and, and being by yourself. Are there other ways that we can sort of tune in to hear God more and, and sort of, I suppose, uh, tone our voice down? It's, I, I mean, I've, I've been somebody who's followed Jesus for you know almost my entire life and, and I still find that such a struggle at times to tone out my own inner voice as well as my outer voice at times to to hear what he's trying to say. Are there other things that we can do to perhaps help us do that during this time? I think I think the, the talking less is a really important thing. Um, you know, when, when the disciples came to Jesus one day and they said to him, teach us to pray, he said, this is how you should pray. And he gave us this stunning prayer that we call the Lord's Prayer. And it takes 15 seconds to read it. And so, and in fact, in that same chapter, in, in Matthew chapter 6, he also says, don't, don't keep on talking. You know, let your words be few, as it says in the Old Testament. And so having just quietening, I think our, our lives are so busy, Clayton. Uh, we've, we've got so many distractions, you know. We've got notifications pinging on our iDevices. We've got emails and Messenger and Instagram and all of this. And I think all of the social media that we've got is an absolutely wonderful way to communicate but we need to control it, otherwise it'll control us. And so I think the number one thing is we just need to get rid of some of the noise, some of the distractions in our life. My feeling is that God is wanting to communicate, um, but often it's in that gentle whisper of that still small voice. And when there's a lot of noise, 
it tends to drown all of that out. I think the second thing I would say is to realize that God is really close. Um, you know, at the beginning of the Lord's Prayer, our Father who is in heaven, and a lot of people still have this concept, heaven is up there, and so God must be up there. But the word heaven there actually is translated in other parts of the New Testament as air. In other words, it's that which is all around you. And so I like to say, you know, our Father who is as close to me as the air that I breathe. And so God's around me. He's in me. He's that close. And so when we, whether you feel it or not, um, it's realizing the proximity of God is really, really close to you. In the book of Acts, um, the apostle Paul quotes uh, a, po- a poet uh, and a philosopher, Epimenides. He lived in the 6th century before Jesus, and uh, he wrote quite a lot of poetry and prose. And one of the things he said was, in God we live and breathe and have our being. And Paul loves that, and so he puts it into the Bible. And, uh, and, and so that's a wonderful quote. That's a wonderful truth that God is close. In him we live and move and have our being. So if he feels far away, I think we just need to get over our feelings there and, and start to talk to God like he's close and to enjoy his presence like he's close. Um, the third thing I'd say there is, is that Jesus starts that prayer with, with relationship. And so he's our father. We're in relationship with other people who follow Jesus and we're in relationship with God and uh, uh, Jesus talks about God as our Father. That's a very close, dear, caring, loving relationship. Now, I know that there'll be some people listening who maybe didn't have a great experience with their father, with their dad, but God is not like that. He's a good, good father, as the, the, the song goes, and, uh, and he's close to us, and he loves us, and he cares for us. Rob Buckingham, the senior pastor at Bayside Church, is my guest. We're going to be back with Rob uh, answering more of these questions. And I want to ask Rob, what are some of the biggest questions that people have been asking him during COVID-19? You can ask your question as well. 1-300-777-899. We've been talking about prayer, but we're open to talking about uh, all of what is occurring in a spiritual space and also uh, questions around God during this time. 1-300-777-899. In conversation with Clayton. 89.9 89.9 The Light. This is a Positive Radio and you're in community conversation with Clayton. We're having a chat in this moment around prayer, around God, around the purpose of life, especially in the midst of COVID-19. And joining us is Senior Pastor of Bayside Church, Rob Buckingham. Uh, Rob, we've had somebody call through and said, look, I, I, I'm a bit too nervous to go on the radio, but can I ask Rob a question? So here it is. Uh, jo says her family's concerned over all the talk of the end of days, sort of the end of the world and all the issues in relation to COVID. She wonders where the church stands on this. And I know that's quite a broad thing for you to sort of say, answer on behalf of all the church, but that's her question. Okay, I think it's a very fair question too. Um, Often, if you look at uh, pandemics throughout history, uh, lots of different conspiracies would spring up uh, around those pandemics. And uh, also there were often people saying, well, you know, it's a pandemic, it's the end of the world or it's near to the end of the world. So uh, what I would say is that the world will end when the world ends. Uh, I believe that one day Jesus Christ will return to this planet 
commonly known as the second coming of Jesus. And, uh, but he will come when he's good and ready to do that. And so in the meantime, I think we need to be uh, getting on with, with life as it is. Um, if I can direct people to our church's website, uh, baysidechurch.com.au, if you go to Rob's blog section, and I wrote a number of blogs uh, a few weeks ago, one of them is called Is COVID-19 a, side, a Sign of the End? And uh, another one, which has actually had nearly 100,000 hits, is called What Does the Bible Say About the Coronavirus? Um, and so I deal with that whole end of the world thing uh, in there. But I think the, the important thing, Clayton, in all of that is to not fear, uh, is to know that we have a good relationship with a God who loves us and to rest in that relationship. Yeah. Uh, now, we've got about five minutes till we head to the news, Rob, but I'm really interested in wondering uh, what are some of the, the most popular questions coming your way uh, from people about God or purpose or faith uh, during this time of COVID-19? We're getting a lot of questions. In fact, one of the things I decided I was going to do right at the beginning of this was to go on to Facebook Live uh, every Tuesday night at 8 o'clock. And so my wife, Christy, and I, we spend an hour on Facebook Live for whoever would like to be a part of that. So you can find it on the uh, Bayside Church Facebook page and uh, every Tuesday night between eight and nine, everyone's most welcome. And we're doing a Q and A every, every Tuesday night um, between eight and nine. So lots of great questions people have been asking. I think one of my favorite ones was um, to uh, a question asking about the parable of the lost sheep in Luke chapter 15, and Jesus told this story of a farmer who owned 100 sheep. One of them went missing, and so the farmer left the 99 and went looking for the one. And uh, the context of the story in Luke's gospel, chapter 15, is that all the tax collectors and sinners were approaching to listen to Jesus, but the religious leaders of the day were complaining, this man welcomes sinners and eats with them. And then Jesus tells this amazing story about this farmer leaving the 99 and going after the one. And I think what I, what I shared from this, uh, Clayton, is, is the beautiful um, love uh, and grace that God shows. Uh, the religion of the first century in Israel uh, was teaching that forgiveness was conditional on a number of things. And four, four things. Uh, number one, people had to show contrition. They had to, to be sorry, sorry for their mistakes and their sins. Secondly, they had to confess them. Thirdly, they had to uh, make compensation for what they had done wrong. And fourthly, they were to resolve never to commit that sinful act again. And so all of those are good and right in and of themselves. But what about someone who is trapped uh, in a lifestyle like, say, for example, a prostitute. So one of the things we get from the Gospels is that the prostitutes, the sinners, the tax collectors, if you like, the up and out and the down and out, they loved hanging out with Jesus. And uh, so but someone who was caught in prostitution, they were trapped. They couldn't resolve not to sin again. They couldn't give compensation. And so that's one of the things that everyday people, sinful people, loved about the message of Jesus, because they all thought that God's forgiveness was beyond their reach. But Jesus told them that God's forgiveness wasn't beyond their reach. It was available to them. And that's why Jesus brought such good news to everybody. And, you know, I find there's still a lot of Aussies who say, 
you know, I'm a bit nervous about coming to church because I'm scared the roof might fall in on me. Mm. And and there's, I know they're kind of light-hearted statements, but but there's a belief there that, well, you know, we're not that good. We're not good enough for God. When I get my act together, when I clean my life up, maybe God will accept me. And the good news about Jesus is that God accepts you just the way you are. And that when we come to him, he starts that job of cleaning us up over the process of time. And so there may be people listening tonight that you you kind of fall into that category. You know, you, you, you'd love to know God and you'd love to, love to know his, his love uh, and, and his grace. And my encouragement to you would be just what Jesus said, you know, come as you are and uh, invite him into your life. Uh, with the, with all the fears, with all the worries of COVID nineteen, with all the stresses, um, absolutely to come as you are. And I, I think yeah. the, the, the great opportunities are there's churches like yours, Rob, um, as you mentioned, and and you know whether it's Q and A's, whether it's connecting in with that. Um, I want to just give the care line number now as well. This is the the light care line. If you just want to uh, chat about something that Rob's said t- tonight, please do. Please have that conversation. Don't wait another night. Make sure you you ask your questions. Uh, about faith and life and purpose and God and Jesus. 9583-2273 or 9583-CARE. Um, Rob, uh, we've got just you know a minute or so until the news. Your encouragement to somebody who perhaps is is you know in this time and, and maybe starting a bit of a search of God during COVID-19, what would be the, the thing you'd encourage them and, and talk to them about? I, I would say come and talk to God in your language. You don't need to learn a particular language. Uh, you don't need to learn Hebrew or Arabic or anything like that. You come and, you know, when Jesus taught the Lord's Prayer, he, he gave it an Aramaic, which was the everyday language of, of normal, everyday people. And so I encourage you just to come to God as you are, uh, with all your faults, your failings, your successes, your sorrows, everything, good, bad and indifferent, um, and, and start a dialogue with him. Start talking to him. Be honest with him tell him tell him exactly what's on your heart and you'll be amazed at what god does in your life excellent stuff rob thank you so much for your time we so appreciate it as always and we'll uh, tune in again at uh, 10 tonight to hear you with connect thanks again wonderful always a pleasure clayton rob buckingham from bayside church uh, joining us on the line after the news at eight o'clock is professor brett sutton he's the chief health officer here in victoria the man who is advising uh, all of those making the decisions around our restrictions and the things that are occurring throughout our state. Please give him a call. Uh, he's going to be here for an hour to have a chat with you. one three hundred triple seven eight double nine.